Apocalypse Rock. Chapter 45. A Storm in a Donut. I was out of it, so I guess they took me home. I can't remember a goddamn thing. I gotta say I'm a bit embarrassed. I hope they didn't have to put me to bed. I swear, I only had two drinks. Doug and Gus were walking down the main road toward the cafe. They huddled in their jackets against the rain. Siobhan had picked up the kids early in the morning, rushing to try and catch the first, and likely, due to the storm warning, last sailing back to the mainland. Doug had tried to reach Baron Brandy, but neither had answered. So, he and Gus had agreed they needed to figure out what their next steps should be. But Gus seemed more preoccupied with rehashing what had already happened and had rambled non-stop since they met. It's all incredibly concerning, all this stuff happening at Leak Point in the middle of the night. I have to say, my entire life on Sternum, no good has ever come out of that place. Trust me, the things my father told me about what went on there, you do not want to know. And if that Gavin guy is involved there, and he's as warped as you say he is, it's good you got the girls off sternum. I really hope they caught that ferry. All seaplanes were grounded from this morning, and all the sailings just got cancelled. I hate to say it, but maybe everyone else should have got their kids off the island too. Doug nodded his groggy head. The cafe doorbell chimed, and the cozy coffee-scented atmosphere enveloped them. A dozen or so people sat around the cafe, chatting quietly. Doug didn't recognize anyone. The cafe sound system reverberated with Brandy's favorite whale song composition. The slow, elegiac variations of the sea mammal underscored by relaxational instrumentals. They went up to the counter. The service area and the kitchen behind it were empty. There was a large pot steaming on the stovetop. Hello? Doug called out. Hey, Brandy, rise and shine, Gus bellowed. You got some VIP customers out here. Doug hung his drenched jacket on the coat rack by the door. Gus whacked the bell on the counter several times. Pinned on the notice board was a bright pink missing poster of July. It overlapped with another, promoting the Golden Years retreat. That showed a picture above Costo and the bright sun, the sea in the distance. Its bottom edge was torn. All the little cut leaves with contact information had been taken. Pinned around that were even more Golden Years posters. These ones featured a large, ornately drawn picture of a radiant sun. Printed around that, as if rays of light, were the words, Today, Golden Years Retreat, Community Open Day from noon, rain or shine, free food, drink, entertainment, sweat lodge, and meditation sessions. All souls welcome. From behind Doug, a man's voice called out from the kitchen. Greetings and good morning, folks. Ah, hey. Doug heard Gus's surprise. It's Gus, isn't it? May I offer you a beverage or a bite to eat? Doug turned around from the notice board. Behind the counter was shining wind. He wore an immaculate canvas cooking apron and was carrying a large tray of donuts that he'd just finished decorating. Morning, Dougie. Shining wind gave a warm smile and put down the tray. I didn't see you over there. Coffee or donuts? They're as fresh as can be. Doug and Gus looked at Shining Wind, standing behind the same counter where Brandy had greeted them most every day for well over the past decade. 
Brandy, who was now missing. A new sticker on the cash register caught Doug's eye. It had the familiar lightning bolt S icon, and written next to that, Brandy's Cafe now takes sternum coin. Shining wind, Doug felt numb. What are you doing here? Me and Brandy had a great chat at the pub last night. Shining Wind took the thick oven mitts off his hands and put them on the counter. I was telling her about the nomadic boutique donut pop-ups I've been doing, and she was totally into it. Gave me the keys to the cafe. It's a good thing I had them. She said she was going to meet me here. Have you by any chance spoken with her? Brandy must have been wasted last night. Gus laughed obliviously as he went to get a coffee from the self-serve jugs. I feel less embarrassed now. Shining Wind smiled. Doug frowned. Shining Wind used a large hand-carved wooden spatula to put a few of the brightly decorated donuts on a plate. He held it out to Doug. Here, try one, on the house. Promise you'll love it. Doug looked down from Shining Wind's smiling face to the donuts, shimmering glazes and sticky coatings, dusted with vibrantly colored constellations of sprinkles, crushed and shaved nuts, Swirls of chocolate, strawberry, vanilla cream, and other flavored syrups dripped down through the powdered sugar. As he stared at the donuts on offer, Doug's mind feebly tried to recall the past couple of days. Vague as it all was, there was shining wind through it all. So polite, so smiley, so fabricated, glossy and decorated, self-consciously formed and confident in mannerisms. In a way, Doug could never be. Go on, Dougie. Take your pick, Shining Wind insisted. Doug stared at the donuts. They seemed to be floating off the plate, folding into each other, a kaleidoscope of colorful treats warping into a gooey mess. Is this how you do it? grumbled Doug. It's all organic, Dougie. No GM stuff. Locally sourced ingredients where possible. Responsibly sourced if not. A treat for you and the world. But now Shining Wind's mouth was speaking through the hole of the donut, his teeth bared and his tongue flicking the pastry's middle. Now his eyes floated off his face, each staring and blinking through its own donut hole. No, Doug refused. It's like the beer. It's in everything. I don't quite follow, Shining Wind replied. You mean the beer at the pub? That's all organic, too. Responsibly. Don't pretend you don't know what I mean, yelled Doug. The previously winsome whale song composition, calling out through the cafe, now sounded to Doug as if the singing whale had become lost and had started crying out for help in the drowning echoes of the sea. Now the whale screamed in pain, the cafe swirling around Doug. He swam hopelessly against the whirlpool that was sucking him and everything else down into a briny abyss, where, at its center, waited a pinprick of darkness, another hole through the donut, through which waded star-like speckles, a dim green mournful glow. Doug, what are you doing? Get off him! Gus was yelling. Doug became aware that he was screaming along with the music bawling out a shrill and terrifying lament along with the lost whale. Everyone in the cafe was staring at him, dumbfounded. In front of him was Shining Wind's terrified face, smeared in donut toppings. 
He had been pulled halfway over the counter and was clinging to its edge. He gagged up a mouthful of donut goo and spat it to the floor. Tuck looked down at his shaking hands. They were covered in donut toppings. He blinked around the cafe. Gus was next to him, pulling him away from shining wind. Let's go outside and get some air, okay, Dougie? Gus coaxed Doug back toward the door and grabbed his jacket. The chime of the door rang out, pinging the whale song that now filled the otherwise silent and still cafe, everyone watching as Doug and Gus backed out into the rainy morning. Rock is written and read by me, Nate Bitsinski. For more, go to apocalypserock.xyz. Please rate and review this story wherever you may have found it, and share with any friends who you think might like it. Thanks for listening.